more Pick 6 is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. On this day in 2008, Shinedown released its third studio album, The Sound of Madness. It is, to date, the band's best-selling collection, having been certified double platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. Their seventh studio album, Planet Zero, is coming one week from today. And since I haven't been able to hear more than a couple tracks from it, we've got a total of six studio albums to rank, which, for the purposes of this list, works for me. So today, my pick six Shinedown albums ranked. Beginning with number six, with no disrespect, Us and Them. As we often see with bands that make noticeable noise on a debut, the sophomore slump is inevitable. But more often than not, it isn't the artist's fault completely. Generally speaking, a band has some success with a debut, tour a decent amount, show some promise in terms of generating revenue on both album sales and merch, and then are forced back into a studio on a massive time constraint and a limited budget. No wonder some of these feel a tad uninspired. Luckily, Brent Smith doesn't know the definition of uninspired. He still turned in a decent album. But in terms of staying power, this one's lacking, at least in my opinion. At number five, Amaryllis. Following a breakthrough release like they had with 2008's The Sound of Madness can be tough sledding. Take all the bombast and elements that resonated with a captivated fan base and go bigger. It's not a simple solution that leads to whatever defines success. For Shinedown, it had been well over three years since they'd written and recorded anything. When you have an album with as many legs as The Sound of Madness did, you tour a lot. In some cases, several years. A lot changes in that time. And while I enjoy Amaryllis, I don't see it as a step up from its predecessor. My pick at number four, Threat to Survival. Fairly or unfairly, a release like Amaryllis comes along and makes it slightly easier to find more success, with the bar having been lowered a bit, as I believe it was. This album is jam-packed with songs that translate incredibly well to big stages where Shinedown would find themselves in the not-so-distant future. The result was a collection that brought just as much raw power as it did tenderness, while also touching several nerves with lyrical subject matter that people react to. Coming in at number three, Attention, Attention. By this point, the band's lineup is solidly firm and has been for nearly a decade. They're used to the rhythm of each album cycle. Write, record, release, tour. Write, record, release, tour. By now, these were running in nearly perfect three-year cycles. This was bassist Eric Bass's first go at producing a Shinedown album on his own. The result was polished and meticulously packaged. No surprise, as I'm sure he'd want his first to be as perfect as possible. Building upon what they began doing on Threat to Survival, songs felt geared to big stages, and that's exactly where the boys ended up around this time. Number two, the band's debut album, Leave a Whisper. A very solid mission statement in regards to what this band could be capable of. The most obvious standout being Brent Smith's voice, specifically the amount of range he showcased on these songs. This is the sound of a band really going for it out of the gate, taking their biggest swing in the hopes of connecting and hitting one out of the park. In that, they succeeded on the strength of their songwriting in a very early iteration of what would eventually become the band's lineup, with only Smith and drummer Barry Kirch a part of the early going. My number one album from Shinedown it is the sound of madness. That should come as no surprise because I figure most fans would likely agree with this assessment, though perhaps I'm wrong. One great thing about a band like Shinedown, put 10 random fans in a room, ask them for their favorite album, I'll bet all six are named at some point. Same for their songs. 
where something like The Crow and the Butterfly might connect with one fan, another might prefer the heaviness of the title track. Over 100 songs in the Shinedown arsenal, I bet damn near all of them would be named by 100 random fans as a favorite. And that's it for this one. I'll be back after the holiday with more lists. Have a happy and safe Independence Day weekend. Talk at you soon. That was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.